0: Welcome back everyone. I'm sure you all missed us very greatly last week. This is episode 172 of the Raisin Nuts podcast. I'm Trevor, joined by my lovely wife Jody. How are you doing, Jody? I am great. How was your week off of the podcast?
1: Uh, very busy.
0: <laughs> very busy. I want to thank everyone that did reach out and you know, make sure that everything was okay and said that they missed the podcast last week. That makes us feel good.
1: Yes, all two of you.
0: There was more than two. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, it was the first time we've ever actually missed a, a weekly recording at all, aside from the week that DGF filled it in for us over the course of the last, how many years? What, three and a half years?
1: Yeah. We we realized as we were going to bed that we didn't record. And then the next day, I think the same thing happened. And then we were like, ugh.
0: We just, And then the next day would have been Thanksgiving. So it was like just too much chaos. Yeah. Felt like a good time to have that, a week that off. That
1: doesn't add up, though.
0: We were supposed to record on Monday night. We didn't record on Monday night. That was Tuesday night. We didn't record then. And if we recorded on Wednesday, it would have came out on Thursday, which was Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can record on Wednesday and release on Wednesday. Sure. Okay. You know? Semantics. I think we just gave up after that. Cause That's fine. It was no, so I,
0: I think it made sense to just take a little week off, regroup.
1: You said you want to record something, to just something small. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I think it was like late at night or something. It was
0: on Tuesday night at about 11 o'clock at night.
1: Yeah. I was not into it.
0: No, it's okay. It's good. Little break. Never hurt anybody. And now we'll be back to our consistent comes out once a week schedule. I think uh, after this year and the beginning of next year, so only like a few more episodes, we're going to move back to Wednesdays. We can do that.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's... It seems like it shouldn't make a difference, but it, it does because Sundays are we can't record on Sundays. It's yeah. too hard. And then Monday, if you don't record or you don't have time, then like that's it. Whereas if it's comes out on Wednesday, we have you know Monday or Tuesday and Tuesdays are like a day off for us basically. Yeah. So
0: it'll be a lot better. And uh DGF's plan is to only have episodes come out on Thursday and Friday next season. Oh, really? So That'll be fine for us. Then we'll come. We'll have ours go out on Wednesday.
1: I have Brussels sprouts in my teeth. It's nice. really bothering I me. I saw
0: you picking your teeth. I didn't want to mention it, but you brought it up now, so I figured. it's
1: like, really bothering me.
0: They were good Brussels sprouts, though, weren't they? They were. The whole meal was delicious. Thank you. I cooked Thank the you. bacon first in the pan mm. and then threw the Brussels sprouts on top. Mm. Uh, all right. So let's, uh, do you want to get into anything but bad news first?
1: Whatever you'd like.
0: Okay, let's do that. I think the last time we did an episode was when we walked around by the way which we got some feedback on that people mm-hmm. seemed to really uh, a lot of things that you said resonated with a lot of people from that episode. So that was good. We had a lot of feedback from there too. Mhm. Doesn't ever seem to be good enough for you. You don't like all the feedback. You you don't not enough feedback for you. <laughs> Need more feedback.
1: Well, we also went a very long time without any feedback at all.
0: So, mm-hmm. you know. Fair.
1: That makes it hard.
0: All right, anything but bad news. This segment I Get news stories from the internet. A lot of them come from Daniel Kim. Thank you very much, Daniel Kim. It's anything but bad news stories. Um, Although occasionally sometimes there's some bad news stories, but they're (laughs) funny. And it's not the type of bad news stories where you feel like, you know, you just want to not look at social media or not look at the news anymore. Can you hold
1: this for a minute? For instance... I really have to go get floss.
0: uh, All right, she's going to get floss. I'm going to tell you about this while you go get floss, okay? Yeah. This first news story is technically considered a bad news story because it's affecting people's lives, oh, great. but I feel like this isn't the type of news story that would get people upset or anything, although it is about, kind of about terrorists, oh, but the terrorists are turkeys. <laughs> I'm going to read this to you. It's the time of year when millions of turkeys across the U.S. might justifiably fear for their safety, but in one Massachusetts town, the birds have turned the tables, ganging up to terrorize residents with pecks, kicks, and loud clucking. (laughs) What? Loud clucking. What
1: are they doing, Trevor?
0: They're clucking. People in Woburn, northwest of Boston, have been subjected to a barrage of attacks and intimidation by a group of five wild turkeys, with the situation forcing some to take up un- improvised weapons and residents reported being trapped in their homes. Here's the best part. The turkeys, led by a male bird nicknamed Kevin, arrived two oh years my God. ago. Initially, they were docile, but as time passed, they became even more pugnacious, leaving Woburners fearful for their safety. They don't let you out of your house. Stop. So there's a video of Kevin just sitting at the door, oh. waiting for this woman to come out, and that
1: is a big turkey. It's a
0: big ass turkey, and he's just like looking in the door, and Kevin will not let her leave the house. I thought this was kind of crazy. Like a
1: window, not a door.
0: Ah, whatever. Is it a door? No, it's or a maybe door. it's a door. It's
1: a door. Oh, my God. oh, it's like a screen door.
0: So she's just stuck in her house because you hear oh. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> this is the turkeys taking a N This story also reminded me of the time that that squirrel took us hostage. Oh my god! When we were walking,
1: if are you done turkey... picking your teeth yet? No. If a turkey showed up on our front, like at our front door, like that, you would shit yourself. A hundred percent,
0: I would. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. If a turkey came like after me, I would run fast. Oh, god. Do you think you could beat a turkey in a race?
1: I don't know how fast they run.
0: I don't know how fast they run either.
1: So I can't answer that. I feel...
0: See, I the problem is that I wouldn't want to kill it or hurt it in any way. You know, like, you don't... I feel like they would be easy to kill if you wanted to. Like, you just, just slash its neck.
1: Oh, my God. Why are you slashing it?
0: Like, that's With how you what? kill a turkey. A machete or something.
1: Where are you getting a machete from?
0: Uh, the garage.
1: We don't have a machete, Trevor.
0: Okay, well, somebody else's garage.
1: You're going to break into people's garages until you find a machete? It's
0: Our neighbors often have their garage doors open.
1: Yeah, I don't That doesn't mean that they have a machete. I
0: I would be very afraid if a turkey came after me. <laughs> I don't I, w- I wouldn't know what to do.
1: That doesn't surprise me in the slightest bit.
0: I would run to my car, lock the door, and then call the police.
1: Call the police. <laughs> yes.
0: Kevin is chasing me.
1: Oh. It's a turkey. My god. You you would kick it.
0: All right. I understand,
1: like not wanting to hurt it, but if it's coming after you, and trying to attack you, you kick that thing right in the neck, or you punt it across. Kick it in the neck.
0: So you go for the neck too.
1: Well, you said slash it.
0: (laughs) I I was thinking like chop it, karate chop it (laughs) in the neck.
1: (laughs) You said slash it. Yeah. And then you said a machete.
0: I don't know. I'm just thinking, thinking quickly, you know.
1: Okay. Remember that time that we were in Mexico and a raccoon. came
0: near your feet no animals man i don't want any animals near me like that especially like a rabid raccoon
1: that was amazing that was so great you did not know what to do you were basically like climbing up the chair Mm -mm.
0: (laughs) i need somebody to protect me that's me yes all right next news any other thoughts on the turkey situation no did you enjoy turkey on thanksgiving sure okay
1: it's turkey. I don't know. It's I'm not, like, a huge fan of turkey.
0: Speaking of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Smokey Bear, you know Smokey the Bear? Yep. That guy who's the forest, yes. forest fire. Only
1: you can prevent forest yes. fires.
0: He's supposed to communicate an important message about wildfire safety, but viewers were talking about his balloon at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for a totally different reason this year. Do you know what?
1: I don't, because I did not. Ava had the parade on, but I didn't watch.
0: His looming... Brawny, unsettling hotness. What? As the giant floating bear floated over the streets of New York City Thursday, spectators took to social media to ask why the iconic <sighs> shirtless character had been made to look unusually swole this year with particularly bulging pec muscles.
1: Are you kidding me right now?
0: Uh, why
1: are people so weird?
0: Why is Smokey Bear trying to look sexy? Is there a picture? Yes. Stop. Everybody tweeted about. What does Zaddy mean? That's just I something have no I did Z a d d. We had to ask our kids what that means. Google it. It says since when don't is want to go- since when kids. is Smokey Bear zaddy bait z a d d y. Well,
1: Google it. Urban Dictionary.
0: I feel like they make the Smokey Bear balloon just a little more zaddy every year.
1: Oh my god! Seriously, it's a freaking bear.
0: So that the image of that bear does not get you going at all?
1: Mm, no, not even a little bit.
0: Do you feel like he has a good body? <sighs> he has. He has. Ex- you know what he has? Zaddy is a sexually attractive... Whoa, hold on. Now it's... No, don't do that. (laughs) He was typing what I was saying. (laughs) Okay. Zaddy is... Oh, it's a song by Ty Dolla Sign. Or is it T.Y. Dolla Sign? I don't know. Came out in 2016. Who cares? Uh, A noun used for handsome, fashionable, sexy man with swag. Zaddy can also be used to imply sexual roles... A more dominant position in a relationship—a modernized term for daddy slash pappy.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, zaddy. <laughs> uh, the lyrics to the song go, "Zaddy, zaddy, I saw these shoes down on rodeo. I really want to get you. Trying to go, zaddy, zaddy. Can you? Can you
1: not? I bet it doesn't sound like that at all. I'm sure he
0: raps it just like that.
1: I, I bet he doesn't. Am I a zaddy? Are you a dominant role in this relationship?
0: That It doesn't have to be. That's also one of the things
1: <laughs> that it could be.
0: You could be the zaddy in that part. But I'm talking about the other part of zaddy.
1: What, that you're good looking?
0: Uh, yeah. A What was it? A sexually attractive man, especially an older one who is fashionable or charismatic. Very fashionable
1: I am. You are not fashionable. Very fashionable. You are not fashionable. Uh, I just would like to say, when Trisha listens, I just want to let you know, Trisha, he's in his growfit fit right now.
0: Very fashionable growl Not fit I have on.
1: fashionable at all. You have on a gray hoodie, the same one that you wear every day. You have on gray sweatpants, and then you have on socks that you don't even pull up onto your toes, so they have like a pouch at the top. Oh, great. Now you just pulled it halfway up your freaking calf. Oh, my God. And you routinely go out with stains on your shirt or your pants. There was a big joke this summer as to when I would talk to Trisha as to whether you had guac on your freaking shorts or not because you always had food smeared all over. And the one day I said, that's definitely guac smeared on his shorts.
0: Listen, this is just a day in the life of zaddy life here. No,
1: Straight that's not, zaddy. That's not zaddy. I'm
0: zaddy for life.
1: That's not zaddy. I'm your zaddy. You had your mommy buy your clothes until Jody came along,
0: That's... and now you
1: legitimately wear nothing but sweatpants and a t-shirt, and if it's summertime, you wear mesh shorts and a t-shirt.
0: Is that any life, bro? No. I, I'm happy that we learned a new word today. That's kind of cool. Me and me and Smokey the Bear have a lot in common.
1: No. Yeah. Smokey the Bear had jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wear jeans.
0: And no shirt. You can't just go out in public with no shirt on. He's walking down the street of a parade with no shirt on.
1: He's a bear. Not a human. (laughs) He's not even supposed to be wearing freaking jeans. He's a bear.
0: That's true. (laughs) And he shouldn't
1: be wearing a hat either.
0: Yeah, why'd they put jeans on the bear? I don't know. All right, well, he's been working out at least. (laughs) Speaking of working out, next story. This was a pretty cool uh, story, I thought. Uh, this was reminding me a little bit of the Thanksgiving story that you brought up recently with uh where the the young man sent the wrong text to the woman. Yes. And uh, and then they ended up spending Thanksgiving together. This was but, the seventh year. Yeah, seventh straight year. So what exactly happened? Wait, did he send the text or did she send the text?
1: Uh she sent the text yes, to right. her grandson, except he had changed his number and it happened to be Another young kid. I think he was like 17 years old. And um, they, I think they sent each other pictures of each other or something. And he said, can I still come? And she said, of course. That's what grandmothers do. They feed, they feed the kids. And so he came. And they've spent Thanksgiving together every single year since then. And this was the seventh one.
0: So this story reminded me of that. Uh, this story is actually the guy in the story. His name is also Daniel Kim, which I thought was pretty funny. Okay. Uh, woman becomes tiktok's gym auntie after a wholesome encounter with fitness influencer so this gentleman daniel kim posts uh fitness related content on tiktok and he was taking a video of his arms doing an arm exercise mm-hmm. i'll show you the video here's the video
1: What? They're blinding.
0: His arms? Yeah. She said he had really (laughs) nice arms. So he was taking a video, he was doing a a bicep curl, and this woman walked in front of the video and she said, Oh, oh. And then there was like, you know, some encounter. She she walked up to him and said, Oh, your I love your arms. They're blinding. And he smiled and they had a good encounter. And then that kind of went viral, this video. Mm -hmm. And now they do content together. Oh my god. So now they make a they did a uh, series of content called uh what was it where was it at Jim auntie <laughs> so now they've done a bunch of them together it's great the Jim auntie series <laughs> so i thought that was pretty funny these these kind of cool like this is the the happy good side of social media when you have these kind of random encounters with people that you know maybe from different walks of life or whatever that wouldn't normally come together and then it goes viral and then all of a sudden they spend all this time together mm-hmm. i think that's pretty cool
1: yep uh
0: next one Did you see the uh, World Cup stuff? So the World Cup's going on right now. Big fan of the World
1: Uh, Cup. I'm going to say no. I have not seen the World Cup stuff.
0: Okay. I don't traditionally watch much soccer or football, (laughs) as they call it.
1: But you watch the World Cup.
0: But I always watch the World Cup because I think it's so entertaining. I actually really enjoy watching soccer. I went through a little stretch where I was watching the Premier League and stuff a couple years ago. Um, but I really enjoy watching it. You
1: know what I was – I was just thinking a little bit ago. <laughs>
0: what, what are you thinking? I, was, I just wish there was a different sport that Trevor would watch. I, I
1: was just thinking, man, I wish that he would watch something else sports-related. Add that in to the rotation. That's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> Eat a dick, Zaddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I the, – the news story from this is did you see uh, – the Japanese fans that they went viral because after the no. game was over,
1: I didn't see anything about the World Cup. Literally nothing. The only World Cup footage I've seen is what's on my television when I walk in the freaking house, which is the actual game.
0: I got. I really kind of <laughs> went the karate choppy in the neck right there. I'm not gonna do it. I was just thinking about it. Just let me you know. Anyway, Japanese fans went viral because they were cleaning up everyone's mess at the World Cup again. So after <laughs> after the game was over, they were walking around the stadium. Oh, they were walking around the stadium, cleaning up all the stadium. Well,
1: that's nice. Yeah,
0: he said. Uh, they asked why the, the World Cup is being held in Qatar right now, mm-hmm. and one of the the guys, uh, what's his name, <laughs> Al Uh, why are you doing this? We are Japanese, and we not leave rubbish behind us, and we respect the place.
1: That's nice. I do that. I clean up my own stuff. Yeah. I can't stand when we leave a movie theater and, like, you guys leave your trash. I walk around and pick it all up. Like, pick it up. You don't need to leave your trash on the ground or at a Phillies game or anything. Like, pick it up and walk into the trash can.
0: Related to that also, the Japanese World Cup team also, uh, they beat Germany, which is a big upset. And then they tidied up the entire locker room also. Good. We need to have That's nice. We should hire um a japanese person to come to our house and just live with us
1: that sounds super weird
0: okay we don't have to hire them just have them come live with us
1: what i mean you just hire a cleaner you don't have to say specifically a japanese <laughs> well, person I, no well i just
0: meant we don't have to they, hire them they
1: like to the tidy yeah
0: if we just have them live with us not even pay them
1: that that's this sounds terrible Please <laughs> <No. stop.
0: laughs> Please. i don't mean this in a mad way at all I'm just saying Is we need not some-
1: even pay them. <laughs> just make them live here and clean up our shit. <laughs> like,
0: it what? sounds like I'm talking about like slavery. I don't mean that <laughs> at all. Please. I'm just kidding. Don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that we need somebody to teach us how to clean the right way and tidy up better,
1: yeah, but you would pay that person.
0: Yes, I would pay them. I was because not- <laughs> they deserve
1: to be paid pay, for their work.
0: I'd pay them a good living wage.
1: Oh, Jesus. I do that in... Did we just talk about this? or Who was I talking about this with? I do that in um in parking lots, too. I think I was talking to Dennis about it.
0: Oh, yeah, I heard you talking about it. I think you are talking about it at Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, because I can't stand when people leave their shopping carts places. Oh, yes, we were talking about... Because our local Target is always a mess now, When like in the clothing section and, and, I mean, pretty much everywhere. It's a mess. I don't know what is going on, but all the clothes are, like, picked through. You can't figure out what's where. Like, I don't even want to look at it because it, it, like, hurts my brain. It's just people just pick stuff up and put it back down again.
0: Yeah. It's a disaster. And,
1: yeah. So Dennis was talking about, um, like, we we're talking about stores and how stuff is just messed up and it's terrible. And, uh, and then like people who like, it especially drives me crazy when somebody gets something out of like, say the refrigerated or frozen section of a store mm-hmm. and then decides they don't want it and they just put it down mm. instead of putting it back.
0: Right. Cause then it's just like, bad, right?
1: Yeah. It, if, it spoils. Yeah. I, if I have something that I don't want anymore, like if I'm at Whole Foods and I completely forget about something in my cart cuz normally I will return it to wherever it belongs whatever it is um but if I forget then I would tell the cashier you know like I'm so sorry I don't want this I can go return it or you know and they and they'll usually say no just give it to me and we'll take it back like they have people that that's their job is to go around and and put stuff back but like uh come on put your stuff back yeah you know like I will put things I will walk to the back corner of the store to put something back where it belongs. I can't stand putting something down where it does not belong. And I do the same with shopping carts. And I've taught my kids, our children, not allegedly, I've taught, I've taught our kids that you always return the shopping cart back to where it belongs in a cart thing or back to the store if you're closer to the store, whatever, return the shopping cart. The shopping—that's the
0: shopping cart test. You know, that's the test of of it's the knit test basically. Ugh. Because technically, you're not doing anything wrong by not returning the shopping cart.
1: It's the rudest thing, though.
0: I agree, but, but what I'm saying is that this this is the test of like how self centered you are, basically, if because. If you don't return the shopping cart, obviously, I think there's certain scenarios. There where There are okay.
1: times where I understand. Yeah, a young I get kid it. in the car sure. or
0: something like that. There
1: That's are fine. times where absolutely I understand. An older person sometimes they can't walk it to toward. I get it, but when you just lazily leave it because you don't feel like returning it, no,
0: yeah, those are not the people you want to hang out with. That's the test. If you are one of those people, we enjoy you. We we're happy you're listening to
1: us. Return your shopping cart.
0: Just return your shopping
1: cart. Put it in a in a spot where. It's not going to hit somebody's car and the people that come out and re- and get all the shopping carts can easily gather them all, especially, especially when it's freezing cold outside. All right. But like, you know, you don't know what the weather is going to be like. I mean, you do because you have a weather app. <laughs> but, you know, like if it's raining and you're just leaving shopping carts all over the freaking parking lot and now that person has to go out and collect all the shopping carts from everywhere, and also... Karma's gonna get you. That shop, one of those shopping carts, is gonna slam right into your car.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have Preach. always
1: returned. I will go around and collect other people's shopping carts and return them. That's because you
0: work there at Shoprite, doing I, it.
1: I don't work oh. at Shoprite, oh. but thank you. <laughs> I don't work at Whole Foods either, but I will collect shopping carts and put them back. I will. Like today, I was trying to find an, a specific ornament, and so I was like trying to arrange the ornaments by what they were. I will take things and like categorize them in a store when they're when they get all jacked up i know i should do it in our house but <laughs> i try but there's just too much and it hurts my brain
0: so on today's episode we have jody with shopping cart tilt
1: well just like messy store messy store tilt yeah like all when people go in and they mess up all the makeup stuff like all the because you know like makeup comes in colors right. no matter what it is foundation powder whatever And when I find stuff that's all messed up and all over the place, I will put it back where it belongs. (laughs) I really, because there's specific organization. If we had specific organization in our house, I could put it back where it belongs. Like our clothing, our clothing goes back where it belongs. Like when I open up your drawer and I find something that I folded neatly and it's just a pile of mess inside of your drawer, I want to take it out and hit you with it.
0: It's weird that that ever happens considering we're the same thing every day.
1: Well, for some reason, you pull t-shirts out and then shove them back in the drawer. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, just put it back the way that I put it in there. Okay. You do it with your boxers and compression shorts, too. You, like, pull them out and then you put them back in the drawer for some reason. I pulled a t-shirt out the other day that I did not fold. I don't know if you folded it or what was happening with it, but it was folded in some weird way. And I had to take it out and refold it. It was yesterday. All right. Anyway. <laughs> but see, was... like there's specific organization in there. So I put all that stuff back.
0: That was our anything but bad news segment.
1: Why do you act like I'm not talking? That's super rude. I was just wrapping it up. I hear you. I will go out tonight and purchase all the organization for the entire house and organize the whole house. Okay. You want me to do that?
0: I don't care. <laughs> 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 all right. So, I feel like we have a lot to talk about. There's been a, you know, obviously we didn't have our chat last week. And it was funny because I was thinking the day that we were going to record, I was like, I'm excited to record only because, mostly because we hadn't had a lot of time to talk last week. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, oh, this is our time to sit down and and chat, talk about what's going on. So, my thought this week was, and this might go against everything you just said with the organization, (laughs) but I feel (laughs) like, actually... That our life is flowing a lot better than it has in the past Probably. in a couple different ways. One, we've been eating yes. food, been <laughs> grocery shopping and eating. As
1: opposed to the non-food items that we were eating before.
0: Like we've been like grocery shopping at regular intervals and eating and m- making meals and eating them at home. We've also gotten to go out a decent amount as well. Mm-hmm. We have gotten some Christmas shopping done. Yep. There still needs to be more, but we've yep. gotten a lot way we're way further ahead than we've ever been before. So yes,
1: we went out together Christmas shopping. It was nice.
0: This is season four of the podcast, and this is the first this is so this is the fourth year when usually at this time you're yelling at me on the podcast <laughs> because Christmas shopping needs to be done and you're so overwhelmed and stressed out and all that stuff. Yeah. Um go
1: ahead.
0: And so, I thought you were done. Sorry. No, yeah, I was just I'm saying all the things that are and like it helps, obviously, that even though things were chaotic last week, there's uh, – it f- feels like a little more structure and there's not as much – like not as many activities going on, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it seems like there's a little more structure to things than there has been in the past.
1: Okay. If you say so. I mean – I mean, maybe there is. What What do we have on the calendar tomorrow? Nothing. Nothing.
0: Literally nothing.
1: Nothing. Okay. So Th- here's what we're not gonna even, do then. It
0: doesn't even, the calendar doesn't even show up on here.
1: Okay. So here's what we're gonna do then.
0: Okay, okay. I can't wait for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna take inventory of our Christmas presents that we've purchased so far. Uh huh. Figure out what's left. Okay. And then we're gonna go out and finish the Christmas shopping tomorrow so that I can be absolutely done with it. And uh
0: start wrapping? Uh,
1: yes, and so I can start wrapping and sounds good to me. And then we can, you know, maybe just grab a bite to eat or something while we're out.
0: Sounds good to me. I'll
1: put my nice fancy clothes on.
0: I'll wear the same thing I wear every day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. I'm going to get zaddied up for you.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, so the I feel like the food's been good. I've gotten some workouts and you've been working out.
1: Yep. Meditating. Uh,
0: meditating. A lot of those good things, that I feel like there's a lot of, good positive changes
1: mm-hmm.
0: i know you still feel pessimistic about it for some reason about what i don't know you just seem pessimistic like i said that and you said if you say so
1: <laughs> oh i don't i don't feel pessimistic it's just you know it's just a lot of chaos that never seems to end and yeah and i'm i feel a little sick Mm. So that's kind of messing with me a Everyone's little Everyone's
0: been getting sick.
1: I know. And thankfully, I, I'm not like sick-sick. I'm still moving around like I was just outside hanging up the Christmas lights. Good job. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Listen, we have different roles in the house. I was in the house cooking <laughs> in the kitchen where I belong.
1: Well, you came outside and said, what can I help you with? And I asked you to do one thing and you looked at it like, I don't understand. And I was like, just you're going to sit out here and stare at your phone, please go back inside because that just angers me more than anything.
0: (laughs) I mean, you get to look at me at least.
1: Yeah, but like initially I was like, okay, you can just keep me company I guess. That's what I, you know, this is what I was thinking in my head. You just keep me company while I'm out here hanging Christmas lights. But then you were watching poker on your phone and I was like, all right, just get out of here. You're just (laughs) pissing me off with the poker sound so just go away. And you said, I'll go back to the kitchen where I belong. (laughs) So, um... Uh oh. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little sick. I feel like maybe I'm getting a little bit of a just a head cold or something. No aches and pains or anything like that. Just a little congestion that's driving me crazy and burning my nose a little bit and a headache. So
0: it's crazy because uh I feel like I mean it's hard to remember. I guess because everybody's like a lot of people were quarantined at the beginning of COVID or whatever, but I feel like there are far more people sick right now than there were at any point that I remember in COVID. There was a couple of different times in COVID where, pe- like, it was like, "Oh, everybody's getting sick around us."
1: Well, yeah, last year around this time was it? Yeah, but like, like that's when everybody that had never gotten COVID mm, got like that's when we all had we got, like yeah, our whole house right. had COVID.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, I mean, there's somehow there's still people holding on who have not had it. Yeah, I'm not gonna crazy. name names, but some some close people to me. I've never had it before, but I'm not going to say anybody's name because then if I say it, they're going to get it because that's how it works when I say people's yeah, say, names, say names out loud and whatever. So, but yes, there are some, I still know people that have never had it. Knockwood? I hope it continues on that way. Yeah. But.
0: Um, yeah, I guess we, have, we haven't We have recorded since. I, I had a fever a couple weeks ago. It was weird. Yeah. And then I got a, a cyst in my armpit. That was weird. <laughs> also.
1: Real zaddy like. That's right. (laughs) Whatever. Mm -hmm. Our poor sweet neighbor had to come over here and touch your armpit. I felt so bad for her. Yeah, she liked it. She didn't care at all. She's fine with it. She's a nurse practitioner. She's the sweetest woman who's ever worked, worked, walked the earth. She's over here like pushing on your armpit. I'm like, oh, it was big, man. It was big.
0: It was crazy. It
1: was. Made Um, me a little nervous. And all you right. said you were not nervous at all, so I was like, all no, right,
0: cool. I wasn't nervous. Um, so on the socially, socializing side of things, we did yep. we did some fun things in the last week or so. Do I feel warm? Nope, oh you my feel God, freezing your hand cold. Is so you feel ice warm. cold.
1: Your hand is so warm, but like feel my hand. Yeah. My it's hand's cold. cold. My head does not feel freezing cold. Y-
0: yes, it does. <laughs>
1: no, it doesn't. Yes, it does.
0: Okay. Your ass anyway, is freezing
1: cold. What was that? Did our son just throw a ball at the wall?
0: Maybe, but it's okay.
1: No, it's it's not okay.
0: <laughs> He's got to practice, okay? Anyway. Uh so last weekend we spontaneously went out and saw some bands play.
1: I mean, it wasn't really spontaneously. You had to buy tickets.
0: Yeah, but I mean like I just was looking for concerts and I said check out these bands. What do you think? You listened to them briefly and you're like, "Oh, I kind of like them or whatever." I don't remember what you said.
1: I said I like the first one. The second one's okay.
0: Yeah. And then I was like, all right, let's go to a concert tonight. So real zaddy leg, we got dressed up, went out <laughs> to dinner and went to a show in Philly.
1: I, ha- I made a terrible shoe choice.
0: Did you feel, so what were your thoughts going into it as we, as we were like going up the steps before you saw anybody?
1: Um, I thought that I would not fit in. Based on my clothing choices, and because I feel like I typically do not fit in, like at concerts with that of the music that I like.
0: Right. Just to just to preface this, guys, we we didn't know these bands at all. We listened to a couple songs. One one band definitely sounded like a very hardcore, like screamy van, band, like the. They're.
1: I told you they're both like considered a metal post-hardcore band. hardcore bands, right.
0: So it sounded like a hardcore band, for sure.
1: Yeah, like mosh pit style. Right. And the, <laughs>
0: the other band, I, I thought, it sounded way less like that.
1: Yeah, you said they were reminded me like of 30 Unless, Seconds to Mars. Yeah, 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 But not really pop. Yeah. It's not really pop. No.
0: But there could be, like, pop rock to it, kind of.
1: I guess. But, you know, it's alternative yes. type. So I've never really fit in, like, visually, I don't fit in. With these concerts, mm-hmm. but it's the music that I like, I mean, I guess I fit in if I uh wear a short sleeve shirt because i 'm sleeved, so then you sort of
0: right fit if you in. if you show the tattoos, then you fit in fine
1: a little you fit in a little bit better, yeah. they're like, oh okay, yeah, it makes sense. she has tattoos
0: <laughs> she just happens to be pretty <laughs> and has her makeup done,
1: and like I had heels on, like I just did not i don 't fit in you know I mean I tried to like i try I tried to be a little less. Um done um, up.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I well not so much done up. I like I just wore something that wasn't like so people weren't like, what the hell is this girl doing here? Although I felt like they thought that anyway. But you know, I just didn't get like I wore like a tank top with a sweater over top and like kind of ripped baggier jeans. But I had on like heeled boots.
0: Well we went to a nice dinner beforehand. We, we did, yes, yeah, so we
1: went out to dinner and that's so that's that's where my shoe choice came from. You know, I didn't want to, like, show up in, like, uh, black eyeliner and a black t-shirt and black pants <laughs> for dinner. I mean, I wouldn't wear that anyway. But if that's what he want to wear, there's no problem with that. It's just not what I wear. But, um, yeah, so I thought that we were going to be old as hell. And I thought I was going to be, like, look stupid as hell because I was dressed up. Um, and for sure I didn't fit in. Right, like I'm not imagining that. I mean, it was a lot of jeans and t-shirts. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. There were a couple. Of,
1: a lot of flannels. There were a couple
0: of groups that were a little bit different, but like yeah, but, m- a little more dressed up. But for the most part, it was like what you would see at a concert.
1: It was a lot of dirty hair. <laughs> a lot of dirty
0: hair. <laughs> <laughs> when we wa- when we walked in up the steps and we walked into the venue. So the venue is very small. It's at, and if you know Philly at all, it's at the Fillmore. It's a place called the Foundry in the Fillmore. And so it, I think it's a 450 person capacity. And uh, when you walked in, it was just, you could just smell the body odor. Yes. Which is, you know, it's like a concert. You smell dirty, dirty rock stars, you know?
1: I don't know. I feel like if you go to a Taylor Swift concert, you don't smell that.
0: No, a Taylor Swift concert definitely smells like teenagers.
1: <laughs> perfume. Yes. Yeah, not a lot of perfume going on or deodorant for that matter, I guess. Shampoo, conditioner, not really a thing.
0: The funny thing is, back in the day, if you walked into a venue like that, it would just smell like weed.
1: Well, that, you could smell that. Could you? Oh, I smelled weed a bunch, yeah. Because oh, yeah, it's it's not legal in Philly right now, is it?
0: I don't I have no idea. I
1: don't think so. But yeah, I smelled it a couple times. But there's no smoking or anything, but I could smell it sometimes. We weren't drinking. We were drinking uh, $5 canned water.
0: That reminds me, actually. So that's a good story to bring up, which is the t- we talk... Well, we don't talk about it too much, but if you listen to sessions, which a lot of our listeners do, uh, DJF talks a lot about the give and take and like the communal nature of things and how uh, if you give, if you're a giver, you also have to be somebody who takes as well. Like you have to go both ways, right? And I don't like taking. If you're somebody I have who a very just, hard time taking, well, that's the thing. So if you're somebody who just always takes, 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 takes and never gives anything, that's the definition of a knit. That's that you don't want to be. That's the people who are leaving their shopping carts out all over (laughs) the place. Right. If you're somebody who only gives and doesn't want to take you, that's not that great either. Like, it's great to be a giver, but you have to be able to take it back as well.
1: I I just have a hard time with it. It makes me feel greedy or something. I don't know.
0: That's something you work on. That's the thing is like, as long as you're as long as you're giving, then you shouldn't you should try not to feel. Like it's just greeted.
1: hard. I don't
0: know. Yeah. So the the perfect example of this was that night at the at the venue. Uh, we purchased two five dollar liquid death waters, <laughs> which I was I was actually pretty happy about because like I hate. Going to a place like that at the bar where the bartenders are working for money and you just walk up and like, can I get a, gl- a cup of water? Yeah, and but that's you tip them. I, you tip them still, but it's... Still, that's what I,
1: they're working for, tips. They're, I not, understand. they're not making money off of the sale.
0: I understand, but it still, it just feels like weird. Like you just walk up and there's all like, I, it's better when I'm with a group of people because I can buy a round of drinks for people.
1: I bet you that know. bartenders don't have a problem giving water out so that they're not dealing with crazy drunks. I'm sure.
0: It's just it, a that, mental that thing. That shit
1: can come back on the bartender.
0: But I also, I, I do like that they had the liquid death. I like that because it's this big can. Makes you feel like you're drinking something. You know, it makes you feel yeah, like. I
1: like having something in my hand, like a drink in my hand when we're out places. Because otherwise, I, need, I feel like I just stand there awkwardly with my arms and don't know what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Like, is know. it just me? I like. I feel like, what am I supposed to do with my hands and my arms while I stand here and watch this concert? You know, like, I had my purse hanging, you know, like, my golden ivory purse was hanging off my arm. Like, I really just didn't fit in. But that's it. And then, like, what do you do with your hands after that? So holding the can in my hand right. gave me something to do. And so I like having a drink in my hand for that. No matter what it is. It doesn't have to be alcohol. I just like having a drink in my hand. Yeah. But my problem is, is that when I have a drink in my hand, the well, the problem comes in when it's alcohol. <laughs> Is that when it's in my hand, I just keep drinking it, drinking it and drinking it and drinking it and drinking it. Like, there's no chill. I just... Same with the water or iced tea or whatever, whatever's in my hand. If it's in my hand, I just keep drinking it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so troublesome. It presents a
1: problem when it's alcohol. Because <laughs> 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 I'll drink one drink in like two minutes and I'm like, oh, my drink's empty. I need to get another one now.
0: So there was $10 for the two waters mm-hmm. and I tipped their $5.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I just, you know, I like to take care of the people or whatever, whatever. And
1: Are you bragging? No, I am not ju- bragging. I'm just, I'm just telling the story. I'm just I, kidding. I, I know it
0: sounds kidding. it sounds like you're bragging. When no, you're telling, I not, but
1: you but you have to because it's part of the story. Yeah.
0: So she was like, "Oh, thank you so much, honey." Like she was super super grateful for and it. And she
1: had just been dealing with annoying people right before yes. us.
0: Yes. Yes. And so we, you know, went on about our night or whatever, and drank our waters, and then it was time for round two of the waters. <laughs> so when I went back over there and I I asked for two more liquid death, she. Handed them to us and I handed her the $10 bill for the thing. For well, she the...
1: said, she said, uh, it's $5. I'm not going to, she said, I'm going to give you a break.
0: Yeah. And then she said, don't tip me. Yeah.
1: She said, don't tip me. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so she gave us one for free, basically. Yep. And said, don't tip me. Mm-hmm. And she said something like about being so nice, us being so nice or something like that. And I said, thank you. And then you were like, you felt bad about it. And, I did, uh, and I was like, "No, see, that's how it works, right?" You.
1: I did. I wanted to give her like twenty dollars, like just take it, please.
0: <laughs> no, that's how it works. She, you, you, I. We over tipped the first time, and then she's like, "Here, I'm, I'm gonna hook you guys up because you guys were so nice." Then, then you say thank you, and you accept. And it's just like it's just like I. You'll never see me if somebody offers to pay the bill for us, and it's somebody that we've paid the bill for before, or something like that. or we, I won't fight them for it because. That's the give and take.
1: Yeah, I mean. Well, if th- it's
0: somebody who we're out with and they're always trying to take the bill, then then I'll put up a fight. Like, no, mm-hmm. we get it this time. Like,
1: Yeah. Well, Nikki and I do this back and forth when we go out. <laughs> you know, like, she'll be like, I got it. And I'm like, nope. And I slide my card in and she'll yell at me. But then, you know. I'll. But we also, like, we'll go out for my birthday and she pays. Right. we go out for her birthday. Wait, did I say that right? And I pay. Yeah. Right. And that's, so the last time we went out, we went to, we just ran to Panera. And she was trying to pay. And I was like, no, we haven't even gone out for your birthday yet. And I shoved my card in. She was like, God damn it.
0: <laughs> but So that's how it is. It's a give and take. Yeah. That's just the example I was giving. Um, yeah. So anyway, that night was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked it because we've been talked about how we need to do different date night ideas rather than just us going out to eat.
1: That was a stressful night, actually, because it was cold outside. And our dinner reservation was at Urban Farmer in Philly. And I realized when we walked outside, oh shit, I backed the car into the driveway to charge it, and I never charged it. So it had like seventy-three miles left on it, which, you know, Philly is not seventy-three miles away. Obviously, it's very close. It's just a few miles. But, you know, it's just like your gas tank when it says you have this much, and then you start driving and it drops like thirty miles off right away. Um and so when we got to the hotel where we were valeting the car for Urban Farmer. Um, when you were talking to the valet guy, because you we were asking like, "Do you have a charger here?" and whatever, because you were like, "Oh, seventy three miles, we're plenty fine." And then, as you were talking, the screen kept popping up and saying like, "Warning: the cold weather will drain your battery." Yeah, so
0: I didn't know that. If if it if you if it says you have like in my car in the Accord, the hybrid, if you if it
1: right, well, that's because it has gas right. and electric. But I did
0: not know that that this. Temperature that the battery because goes the cold down. Cold weather like makes yeah. the
1: makes the battery run out faster. So I'm sitting in the restaurant and you're laughing at me because I keep looking at my phone to check the battery percentage um to make sure that it's not dropping off. Because by the time we got to the hotel, it was at like 49 miles, and then I would pick it up like two minutes later, and it'd be like 48 miles, and I'm like, oh my god, is it going to drop that fast? So then we had to go. By the time we got back out to the car, it was still in the four. I think it was like 43 miles or something. And then we had to go find a charger in Philly in a garage and charge it up for like, what we sat in there for like 10 minutes at a supercharger and yeah. it got us up to over a hundred miles. That yeah, was fine. And then, and then we went to the show. <laughs> so we missed like the first two bands or we, yeah. s- no, we missed one band. And then I think we saw like a couple songs of the second band.
0: There's five bands total. So we missed oh. the first two. Okay. We missed two. And then two. we saw a couple songs of the last one. Yes. The and then we one.
1: saw the two the main two, bands. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. The, the but bands, it's a good show. I love yeah, The bands it. were called Idola and Rain City Drive.
1: Rain Rain City Drive was my favorite.
0: Mine too. And I've been listening to them nonstop since Same. then. which is pretty cool. It's like it's just fun that I just had such a great time. I love music so much. Obviously me too. we talked about our time in Nashville and stuff like that. Yes. Um it made me feel like young again. <laughs> even though we were old. Like we weren't even old for the no, show. Oh, so like, we never even like yeah.
1: so age wise we were we did not uh stand out i don't think age wise no. um i was expecting it to be like a, re- a lot of really young kids and th- there were some young kids but there's plenty of people that were i would say similar age yeah so yeah
0: it was fine and uh it was i just obviously love music and i know you do too and uh, we talked about our times in nashville and how much fun that is and it just cool being at a show and hearing that music and you're like right near the stage and you were saying and I agree with this completely that you'd rather be at a show like that where you're like right there and not uh, n- rather than like a show at a big arena or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well,
1: also, I prefer that kind of music over anything else. Yeah, so, same. if I'm like I've been to other con- like I'm trying to think of what big concerts I've been to. Like I went to Pink a while ago. I think before Andrew was born maybe. We had the girls for sure but maybe he was around. I can't remember. You remember yeah. when I went to that?
0: Yeah, I remember when you went to I don't remember.
1: And we sat like so... It was at the Wells Fargo Center, so where the Sixers play. And it was we were so high up. You know, like you can sort of see, but not really. You kind of rely on watching the screen to really know what's going on. So it's just like, it's not very personal, you know? Like she puts on a good show, obviously. She's entertaining. That's great. But when I get in my car, I'm typically not putting pink on. And I'm not putting any, of the that type of music on. I mean, I do sometimes, but more often than not, I have some kind of rock music playing in my car.
0: Yeah, do you, and being, I guess it's also for me, it makes me feel like a kid again for a couple of different reasons. Obviously, I, my my dad was in a band when I was growing up, so I was always at shows like that. And so, like my earliest memories of my life are being at like nightclub type places small venues and hearing that music pump and like feeling those like those. And that's why my favorite type of music always has um, different cre- like crescendos. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I love Linkin Park so much because Linkin Park has so many of those like big build up moments and then a boom and then yeah. like and and when you're at a concert, you can and you can feel that and you're like right there and you like just feel it going through you. It's it, like pumps me up so much and like I just want to dance and be uh, makes me happy makes me feel good and then obviously like as i got older i went to a lot of concerts as well and i like from 18 to 23 or whatever till we started dating i was at concerts all the time especially in the summertime when i'd be home from school uh you know i would be going i had a group of friends that we all went to the concerts with uh you know two or three times a week or whatever whatever it was
1: yeah yeah and i like i love those concerts but like when I was younger, I didn't really have like my my friends don't listen to the same music as me. So like I would go to a concert here and there with a friend of mine who also liked the music, but um not you know, that's not something that we did regularly. And then like Nikki's freaking favorite is like Brian McKnight and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she well, she loves Brian McKnight, but she's really into like rap and R and B and and that and Whereas I'm going to take rock music all day long. Um, so to get somebody to go to like these obscure shows with you where people are like screaming and shit, like they don't want to see that. And then like my brother likes that kind of music, but his he's like way, you know, like his music. I'm like, uh uh-uh, I can't. It's too much for me. It's too much screaming. Where and, and also he likes to go in the pits and I'm not hanging out in the pit. Like I I'm not interested in being near the mosh pit. I don't want to be in it. I want nothing to do with it. I just want to sit and watch the show, and that's it. Um, but yeah, we were talking, when we were there that that night, we were talking, I forget what exactly I said, but you brought up, like, uh, I feel like one of the last concerts like that that we, that we went to was when we had just started dating, and we went and saw Bullet for My Valentine, and uh, all of a sudden you were like, oh, my nose is bleeding, and you went into the bathroom and I was just standing there by myself and you had like this epic nosebleed. We well, used to have them all the time, mm-hmm. but you had this insane nosebleed where you're gushing blood. And I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but that's like, now we still talk about that. Like, remember when we saw Bullet for My Valentine, you got that awful yeah. nosebleed?
0: Yeah, it was terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <sighs>
0: so I think the Goal should definitely be to have more date night date nights like that. Different things that we can do other than just going out to eat. Mm-hmm. Figure, you know, and just whether it's sports. like
1: tomorrow <laughs> we go Christmas shopping. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs>
0: we did that too. We we had we've had a bunch of dates since the last time we on been on here. We we've had a bunch of date nights. Mm-hmm. Um, now we need to have some more friends that we can go out with also,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and
1: it'll be great. Well, if you or someone you know likes. Uh, hardcore or post hardcore music (laughs) you can accompany trevor and i on dates yeah there you go
0: (laughs) we'll put an ad in (laughs) wanted yeah
1: friends to go see post hardcore shows
0: so i think we if we hopefully continue on this path of what we're doing i think we're heading in the right direction with a lot of things that we've been trying to change and do for a long time oh also the house is
1: pretty clean yeah. You
0: cleaned a ton yesterday or the day before, whatever it
1: was. I I did it for two days in a row. I I tried to like do the thing that I always tell myself to do, which is to start at the foyer, clean the whole foyer before moving on to the next room. And I, I did it with the foyer, and I sort of did it with the dining room. You know, there's some things that distract me. Once you get out of a a smaller space, and you start going into like wider open spaces, more things catch your eye. Um, but I mostly stayed on track and, um, yeah, got the foyer completely scrubbed down, got the dining room pretty much scrubbed down. I still have the mop and then the living room pretty much scrubbed down, like move the coffee table, clean the carpet. We have a ruggable in our living room, so it moves a lot and it drives me crazy. Um, cause they're real thin. If you've never seen a ruggable, it's a machine washable um, area rug, so it it's hooked to this, like, Velcro pad, so the rug itself is really thin, and so it, even though it's hooked to Velcro, it can still get, like, wrinkles in it, and it's, when I start seeing the wrinkles, it starts to make my head spin, <laughs> and I gotta get the wrinkles out of the carpet, um, so I was, like, fixing the carpet and vacuuming it up really well, and our Christmas tree is up, the lights are going up on the house, I'm... Some of our lights are broken, so I have to replace some stuff. But, um, but yeah, I'm. So I looked at the weather, and like even though I did not feel like putting the lights on the house tonight, it was going to be like the warmest night for the next foreseeable future. So I was like, oh, I got to do this now before it's just freezing cold. Because every year I put them up when it's my hands are hurting by the time I come back inside. So.
0: Yeah. So all in all, I think we're heading in the right direction, positive momentum.
1: I've Good. been reading my books for go. my certs.
0: All right, so let's keep it going, and then uh, we can wrap this up now, and we'll come back next. We can hopefully report some other good things, maybe some good Nate date date night things. You can talk about how you much of a Nate Z- Dite. Nate dice <laughs> <laughs> good Nate <Dites. laughs> good date night things, and you can tell everybody how much of a zaddy I am. Oh, Jesus, you better work on your wardrobe. That's not my job. You you shop for me. What do you
1: mean it's not my job? Okay, I I know what I'm going to do oh boy i'm gonna set up a shopping day for you and brian oh all right yeah brian's gonna take you out shopping sounds good let dress you
0: all right we'll do it okay all right see everybody next week hopefully you guys have a nice week and uh hopefully you enjoyed our uh, us coming back us coming back we're back <laughs> zaddy okay. out okay <laughs>
1: bye